true colors and that's why i love you <laughs> it was a weird <laughs> Dark. Well, it is 5.30 in Canada. Woo! So time to get the groove on. Good old astronomy making it dark at 5. Because <laughs> astronomy makes it dark. Yeah. The people looking through telescopes, it's their fucking fault. It's their fault. Yeah, we're looking at you, Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> yeah, big old bitch. You're not a huge fan of him, are you? I pretty much hate him. Yeah. It's his condescending tone. Like, he's, he's a genius, clearly. Yeah. Does great things. But he just comes across as an asshole. Because he, yeah, does he? Yeah. It's not even like, because uh, I know how he kind of refers to the mentality of religious people, which whatever, there's lots of atheists who say that. And that doesn't bug me uh, because they make valid points without coming across as a jerk, mm-hmm. i.e. Sam Harris. Yeah. Uh, but him, he's just, he's a he's a pompous blowhole is what he is. <laughs> he's the biggest Such pompous. Such a turn of the century tone. I know. Term. <laughs> I don't know. It's I hate the way he talks to people. And I've seen some of his talks where he like talks down to children for uh, not being quick enough when they're asking questions. Like a girl... Uh, oh, like making fun of them Yeah, almost? kind of... It was an open hall debate and a girl was stumbling through a question because it was... I think it was televised and it was like 20,000 people. Yeah. And he's like going on about how she needs to learn to ask proper questions. I think she was like 12 years old. <laughs> like, because I've watched stuff. There was a thing on Netflix few years ago where it was just him by himself just kind of teaching you things about space and whatnot cosmos no 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 it was before cosmos it was like a pbs kind of thing um and that was okay because he was literally just doing i think it was actually some of his lectures but he was just doing it in front of a camera and like on a set um which is fine but yeah i I get what you mean i have seen him sometimes do things in front of audiences that are just kind of like, okay, now you're just kind of being, look at me, I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson. Or every time a science fiction movie comes out, Star Wars, whatever, he goes on Twitter and goes on this rant about everything is just scientifically impossible. And Yeah, like because I, I, when Interstellar came out, I watched some videos of him talking about it. and They just shit all over it. Uh, he shit on the last like 10, 15 minutes of it because it's true because that's, but uh, like everything up because I rewatched the movie last night actually, and have you seen Interstellar? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. He's a good crier, <laughs> that Matthew McConaughey crier. Um, he he uh, he said the majority of it um, in regards to how they were representing like either wormholes or time or, dilation or time dilation stuff like that is pretty accurate. Maybe not necessarily how things would have reacted in the situation that they were um obviously like i've actually watched other people do reviews on it and talk about how um just because it like they weren't really shitting on it but they were saying like we get it it's a movie but honestly in a real situation if there were astronauts that were going off into space they wouldn't have like a sit-down meeting before they go near a black hole and describe what happens in a black hole because they know right <laughs> But obviously, they had to do that for the audience, yeah. so that made sense. But I love that movie. Like, I know a lot of people shit on the last 20 minutes of it, but I think it's a great movie. The last 20 minutes of that, what hour? Three-hour movie? No, two hours and 48 minutes. <laughs> really? <laughs> With credits. You know that offhand? Because I, I checked it last night. Like, whenever I watch a movie... Sure. Oh, on my PlayStation, I, if you push the select button, it'll bring up the time bar, and it'll tell you the total time. 
No, I just I just find that the kind of academic commentary on movies, science fiction, any fiction, otherwise, like why these mm-hmm. movies are clearly not an honest representation of what's going on in the world because he's talking to himself through a fucking bookcase. Exactly. Well, and, and the thing that kind it's of like why don't they shit on? Uh, oh damn! What was that movie? Dan John 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 Wick? Nope. <laughs> Ah, the guy who goes to Mars. Oh, uh, Martian? No. With uh, Taylor Kitsch, the guy... Oh, the other John guy. Carter? John Carter, yeah. Well, because that's very... That's sci-fi fantasy. It's not like... Yeah, but that's what basically what Interstellar is. I like, know. there's no differentiation for me between a sci-fi... Well, actually, no... Like, you, they could have crapped all over Apollo 13, and I still would have loved it. Yeah, but you know what kind of frustrates me more is, like, they'll they'll do that to, like, movies like Interstellar or The Martian or um, Gravity, um, but they never really do that to, like, the classic science movies. Like, no... Because, like, 2001, Space Odyssey, I think is a completely overrated movie. Never seen it. It's so boring. <laughs> And yeah, for its time, I guess it was an interesting representation of what the future could be like, blah, blah, blah. But I think Stanley Kubrick, he directed it. Um, I think he's a pretty much a pretty big overrated director. And I know that's going to, because I like, I am a movie buff. And when you say you're a movie buff and you shit on Stanley Kubrick, people want to like be off with your head because. That's like, uh, well, I'm not nearly a movie buff, but the whole premise of me never seeing the godfather films yeah i've had many people say that's just like blasphemy oh but not not even if you're into films just if you haven't seen it it, it would get worse unholy it would get worse if you watched the movies and then didn't like them and then said that to people <laughs> you know what with such expectations bearing down on me to watch them i might just hate it because it's kind of been it's thrown at yeah. me in that way it's kind of like your premise of uh, fear and loathing in las vegas yeah. it was all those years like you're gonna watch it you're gonna watch it it's like i watched it 15 minutes and i'm like this is stupid but i can understand that like and was well, is, is there stuff like but that wasn't like the movie being overrated i just no. didn't like that style is there is there stuff like that in in regards to music too like if you don't like this particular artist then nirvana oh, well, they, oh yeah i hate I nirvana hate, we both hate nirvana and i'm a musician and i like the i like you like grunge the grunge era but i don't like nirvana now do you not like nirvana or do you just not like kurt cobain uh it's probably a combination of both maybe mostly kurt cobain i didn't really like his singing style he wasn't a particularly talented guitarist yeah because me it's i I hate i guess (laughs) this is where it sounds kind of arrogant but i hate overrated musicians Mm, like Jimi Hendrix? Yes, yeah. completely. He's not, a, or was not a good guitar player. No. Uh, I'm trying to think of others. Like Stevie Ray Vaughan is a good guitar player. One who I think was really good and underrated, and it'll be completely Because I was biased. just going to ask you that. <laughs> yeah, John Frusciante, ex-guitarist uh, from the Chili Peppers, because he never made any like Rolling Stones top 100 lists, or maybe he did once. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jimi Hendrix, completely overrated. Kurt Cobain overrated. But why do you think, like, um, why I do you, think why do you think people love Jimi Hendrix so much? Is this because he was something pioneer. different at the time? Pioneer of like uh, the genre, yeah, kind of the blues rock fusion. Uh, tripped out on acid. He was kind of a character, honestly. True, like the yeah. bandana, the clothing, biting yeah. his guitar, playing yeah. it behind his back, setting, setting it on fire, fire, smashing them. Yeah, uh, uh, another one like Led Zeppelin yeah overrated yeah 
well, if you, well, me is ACDC. I hate, <laughs> I despise ACDC. And that's mostly because of just the, the area that we grew up in. Every kid loved ACDC. And if you didn't like ACDC, then people were like, well, then you don't know music. Same thing about country around here. Oh, God. I'm not a country fan. I, I know you're not. No. And it's kind I of. I do like Garth Brooks, though. Everybody likes Garth Brooks. Shut your goddamn mouth. Of course, he's, he's fantastic. Outside the, the fire. <laughs> Even Alan Jackson. <laughs> yeah, like the, the, the early 90s country. What, um, you know what? I started really hating it is when country started becoming country rock. Like stadium country. Yeah. Keith Urban, Toby Keith, that kind of or stuff. Or Florida Every, George Line. Everybody named fucking Keith. fucking hate those guys. Or Rascal the, Flats. Who did the chicken wing? Chicken. Oh, Zach. Chicken fried. Uh, Zach Brown Band. Zach Braff. <laughs> Zach Brown. <laughs> he kickstarted it. Little bit of chicken fried. <laughs> Fucking hate that. Or well, because nowadays, and we we play this game whenever we hear country music. We t- we count how long it takes them to mention a tractor or a girl, a truck, or a truck, or, or stand a farm, standing down by the creek. Yeah, or Red Solo. It's cop. like that Bo Burnham comedy special where he has the stereotypical country songs like a cold bear, a blue jeans, yeah. a nice girl, a red pickup. <laughs> yeah, like that's it, basically. Do you, would you would you go out on a limb and say country music is the easiest music to make money off of? Um. Yeah, I think because so, you really th- don't have to be that talented. I I wouldn't say not talented. Like you have to be able to sing and play music. Yeah. But the thing about country music, it, I guess you could say the same thing about pop and rap. It's it's very thematic. Mm-hmm. Like you can stick to a formula. It's like how everybody shits on Nickelback, but they have a formula and it works. Uh, I hear they it, can put on a pretty good show. Yeah, that I've heard the same thing. But I guess like country music maybe in a sense it might take more effort depending on how much you're actually putting into the music as in playing your own instruments that kind yeah. of thing with pop music rappers uh, it's kind of 50 50 some yeah. of them are musicians and actually really good musicians and some of them just frankly aren't our our crap <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much well, shall we actually introduce ourselves? <laughs> yeah, I was I was gonna say that like We've gone about ten minutes a couple minutes ago. Welcome to Brain Sandwich, the I, ooh, <laughs> the podcast where the big questions get asked as well as the insanely stupid ones. Uh, caressing your soul, tickle your booty, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, coke and shoving stuff in your ear holes. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tommy. I'm Justin. Woot 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 Justin. Would you like to play some word of the day? I would love to. Now this ac- an actual segue that actually works that we don't have to like force. No, so now no, are we uh, gonna uh, move on? Uh, okay. Surprise like with that, Justin. Yes, your word. Oh wait, wait, wait! Should, oh, dang it! <laughs> should we explain to people what word of the day? Uh, if is? they don't get it now, no, okay. I give Justin a word that he's probably never heard before, and he describes it in some crazy, kooky, Neolithic way. This, this, uh, this, uh, this many episodes in, if you don't know what word of the day is, you're too far behind. Justin, your word is polilogy. 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 Well, could you spell it, please? Polilogy. P-A-L-I-L-O-G-Y. Polilogy. It's interesting that you pick this word... At this particular time, 
in society. Mm. Um, current events. Yeah, current events. Because we live in a very heated political um, um, environment as we as we speak. And I don't know if you're aware of this, but um, it originated... Um, I'm not very good with my presidents. So it originated around Abraham Lincoln time. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln time. <laughs> Which I'm not sure. I'm, I'm Canadian. I don't know. Abraham to... Lincoln standard time. Yeah, standard time. Um, and basically, polilogy, that's the word, right? Yes. Um, it, it represents when something political dies and then we discuss it after the fact. So after it started with Abraham Lincoln when John Wilkes Booth shot him and uh, his moral code died with him partially because I haven't watched that Lincoln movie, but I hear it's good. Um, so w- at his funeral, they politicized <laughs> his, his, they, they, they encouraged people to carry on his wayward son. Um, and, <laughs> And uh, so they do- they dur- they turned they turned termed turned turned dubbed. I don't know what you're trying to say. Made up the word. Okay. Yeah, they made up the. They wor- turned a phrase. There you go. They <laughs> turned the phrase of politologize uh, because it talks about talking about somebody's beliefs after they died if they're in the political circus. Am I correct? Hundred percent. Polilogy, repetition of a word or phrase, most often used for emphatic. Uh, use in the Bible, really. Well, <clears throat> I was close. <laughs> when you repeat a word, say, I'm trying to think of a good because example. they're repeating their beliefs that they that they had. <laughs> well, he's not repeating it because he was shot. <laughs> no, no, no. They are. They're ah. they're reiterating the points that they're apologizing them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a it's a political eulogy. <laughs> I love it. It, it was a polilogy with an A, and you turned it into an O. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and as always, you start explaining the word halfway, and then you're like, "Oh, uh, how what do you was spell the word it? again? What was the word again? <laughs> how do you spell it? How do you pronounce it?" It's because but the, I know what it is, Tommy. It, I, I am a wordsmith. Yeah, uh, I I know. I mean, you craft words. I do. I mean, you craft meanings of words that you clearly don't know what they mean. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it makes me look smart sometimes. Yeah, it yeah. makes for an interesting segment where we kill some time until our next awkward segue. Well, what's our awkward segment going to be this the time? News. Are, are we? Oh do shoot! Shoutouts. <laughs> That's right. I I did Jesus. forget. Jesus. Jeez, Louise, Papa Cheese. Uh, for the people who retweeted us this past week or whenever you're listening to this the last week I either don't know. the future yes sometime in the future shout outs to the tampa bay film society Ooh, not-for-profit organization whose primary objective is to encourage and facilitate increased film and television production within florida tampa bay film society.com go check them out you've, Sec- been, you've been to florida haven't you no no you, you didn't go yeah um in poor taste podcast comedy podcast based in pittsburgh pennsylvania featuring eric and sean tune in each week for topical banter and ridiculous mostly improvised material like us in poor taste pod at or at twitter oh my god on twitter oh my god poor taste pod (laughs) my bad you're bad um and shout out to ourselves uh go to our website sign up for our mailing list brainsandwich.com that's brain s-a-m-i-c-h.com because guess what you get to join the club sandwich club sandwich (laughs) we've already recorded four episodes they're pretty awesome and you can only get them on brainsandwich.com brainsandwich.com i want to give one shout out uh to my buddy sean mckenzie uh he listens to the he listens to the podcast he really likes them he's a regular at the comic book store and he always, whenever I see him, we, he likes to 
say like how good we're doing. Mm. And so if you're listening, Sean, thanks. <laughs> I'll make a note of that. Is he on Twitter? Uh, I think we have him on Twitter. All right. I don't know his Twitter handle though. All right. Off well, the top of my head. He was one of the early adopters of the brain sandwich. Woo! Tweets. Um, all right. So back to our actual news. <laughs> um, news. We've talked tech before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plateaus and precipices. Precipice. <laughs> the precipice of tech. Uh, when things reach a point where they just can't get any better. I was yeah. reading a New York Times article today. Uh, and it, they were interviewing Peter Thiel, one of the investors in Facebook. Key and Peel? Yes. <laughs> Key and Thiel. <laughs> um he's also a trump delegate uh i think i've told you about him before he's a contrarian republican who's also he happens to be gay and a trump supporter <laughs> and he's a billionaire um, is he like a in your face gay or just kind of like no hey, no he's very reserved he was oh, also okay. he was the one who funded the lawsuit against gawker oh that guy okay yeah. i awesome. like him i like him friend of hulk hogan which yeah. by the way i guess uh for halloween he dressed up as hulk hogan oh yeah <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> but uh anyway so he new york times did a piece with him talking about kind of the coming age of trump and uh one of the tidbits that i took away from the interview was that he basically just said that apple's reign of tech is over oh okay because because i i tweeted this out today and it was about Basically, there's nothing left to do with smartphones. They've been innovated to their max. They've literally came to the precipice? Yeah, there is no innovation you can make because making them smaller and cramming more stuff in them isn't considered innovation. It's not disruptive. It's not game-changing. It's not like when they put altometers in phones or barometers or when uh, 1080p resolution. Like, yeah, you can... You can take it up to 4K, like there are 4K phones now. Mm-hmm. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, you can take that resolution up even further, you know, just waste battery life. Well, the- But at, at, there is that point now where there's just nothing left. And like Apple's profits are... Are showing it. They're not performing as well as they used to. The smartwatch was kind of a big fucking flop. Yeah. Well, I even remember when we first got our first smartphones um, and then... After we got them, and like, well, at least for me, because I buy them more frequently than you do, um, it came to a point when I was looking to replace my phone, and I just was like, well, nothing's really different. And this was a couple of years ago, like in the price range that I wanted to to um, spend, there wasn't too many different features that my phone didn't already have. But the only reason I really needed one is because my battery was dying, and yeah, like you can increase the resolution and blah, blah, blah. If anything, the only thing they should try and just do is is get battery life up there. Like I would... That's I would, like the number one complaint I hear from people. I, and that's my number one complaint. Yeah, I would totally just... Wouldn't, wouldn't mind just having a phone just like the one I have now, but just with a battery that I wouldn't have to charge it with for like a week. Yeah. A 1080p camera and 1080p resolution is fine with me. It's a five-inch screen anyway. All I want is extended battery life and to continue getting software updates. Exactly. But I get that doesn't look cool. It doesn't look sexy. Uh, Then you have the whole issue of, well, we can't sell another flagship phone if we keep updating old software, so we got to cut these people off eventually. Oh, because those those Instagram girls have to get the newest phones so they can take pictures of their asses? (laughs) Oh, and my whole thing is now they're just... Like, they're grasping at straws, I think. Like, I don't know how I felt about, like, curved screens on phones. And now... I have a phone with a curved screen. And? 
it was cool when I first got it. And it's not that I hate it. I don't hate it. I, I do like it. But now... It was attractive at once, and now it's just it's there. It's okay. It's just kind of there. The only reason, like, I miss being able to put my phone on a, on a flat surface and not have it be able to do circles, like I'm doing it right now on the on the table, I can wobble it, I can spin it in circles, and it's not flush with the counter. Like, it looks cool. It's kind of neat. But the, the curve is so subtle that unless you're really looking at it, you can't... Like, if I'm just, just doing this, you can't tell it's curved. Yeah. Um, and I, for the listeners, I was waving it around. Yeah. Like, I just don't care. Um, <laughs> but the thing I do like about my phone, like, I have an LG G4, and I do love, I love the camera on it. That's the thing. It, if the camera wasn't as good as it is, I wouldn't have bought this phone. Because at the time of purchase, um, for the price range that I was looking for, it was the best camera on the market. Um, in regards to image quality, and like, it has full manual settings so i can change the white balance i can change the io iso i can uh change the shutter speed by hand like it's it's quite nice and and i've seen it compared to other people and i've had people say to me like oh you took that with your phone and because like i've taken pictures outside that look better than pictures i can take with my 1200 dslr right um no, I just mean stock pictures. I, like once I take my Nikon camera and put my photos in the computer and do post editing and stuff like that, yeah, I can make them look well, super and sweet. Well, quick and convenient anyway. Yeah. But my whole thing is, and that's what it comes back to, like they can put more cool stuff in it, but none of these things are innovations because the technology exists somewhere else. You can wholesale buy yeah. those camera parts, put them in any phone. Every manufacturer is going to do it. And now you've got companies like uh huawei or whatever that mm. are just making they're making the iphone but 500 dollars cheaper or the have you ever heard of the phone companies the one plus oh yeah that was the other one they mm. were t- uh that peter teal had they're mentioned. hard to find around here but they're supposed to be insanely cheap and insanely good for the like price. you get what you pay for but at the same time you also get you're also not getting what you don't pay for which is yeah. a brand name well that's the thing like my buddy tanner he he needs to replace his phone and he's trying to find somebody that will sell him a OnePlus because he wants one because they are ridiculously cheap, but they're just as good as an iPhone or a Samsung phone, but they're like half the price. Well, and the whole thing is now uh, for uh, Apple's next flagship phone, the iPhone 8, eight they're going back to the iPhone 4 design. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you think they're going to put a headphone jack in it? Oh, my God. That was the stupidest thing you could ever do. It, and I told you, I, I think we probably mentioned it on the one of we the did. earlier episodes, about what they replaced. They put an altometer in. That's why they couldn't put a headphone jack in, because they wanted it thinner, and they wanted to put an autonomer in there. So You, you mean could, the barometer? Or whatever. Um, and I'm just like... A, who's going to even know how to use that? Or why would they even need to use it? Like, it's fucking ridiculous. That's why they make weather apps. <laughs> exactly. But uh, uh, my whole... And the other thing is, one of the other big manufacturers, I don't know if it was Samsung or LG, like, they're so desperate for innovation and looks and differentiation. Like, the whole name of the game isn't to actually be the best. It's just to be different from your competitors. Yeah. They want a folding phone now. Like a book opening phone basically becomes a tablet. You know why they did that? You know why I think they probably did that is because if you watch the show Westworld, that's what their phones are. Oh my God. Mind you, if it can work, 
That would be a pretty cool innovation. I mean, for space saving, yeah, but I don't know how I'd feel about making a phone call on a floppy tablet. Well, the thing is, it, it folds out like a like a pamphlet, so it'll go like this and like that. Yeah. And then, but when you... Is that on Westworld? Yeah. The one I saw, it's literally just like my phone, the folding bookcase, but it's a screen on both sides that is seamless in the middle, which I'm not sure uh, how that'll work. Well, that could work, like basically with your with your folding book case um it would be like the like the case i have for this that i don't use you can make phone calls without having to open it up yeah um and that is handy i don't know if you you can't do that with yours yeah i could if i enabled the voice commands oh okay um so if they do something like that like if the folding open that you don't make phone calls like that it's all you can only make like if they had it I'm using my hands to sh- represent like a book, but like the title page would mm-hmm. be the normal touchscreen like we have on normal phones. And then to access more stuff, is, it, is that what it's going to look like? No, it's going to be one seamless screen folded in half. Oh, so you can't access Like a five by... There's fo- no screen on the front. It's just a flip phone, but sideways. Yep. It, oh, that's stupid. Yeah, that's that was exactly the point I was trying to make. Yeah. And no. I, can, I can only imagine... I can just see that there's going to be a whole bunch of like touch sensitivity problems with there being a malleable piece of screen in the middle or like you're playing a game and you're swiping across the screen and one half of your phone falls over. <laughs> yeah, if they, if they did it in three sections, that could work because you'd have the main section in the middle and then the support brackets on the side. Um, but oof, we'll have to wait and see how that goes. I don't know if I'd want to be game for that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy one for sure. Would you if if they ever could develop the? Tech- but then again, I always said I would never buy a smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember when you said you weren't even going to buy a phone. Oh no, that was. That well, was, I didn't need one at the time. Yeah. my brother bought me my first phone. But... Um, is there any? Would you ever be interested in like if they ever um, figured out the technology to make like foldable, like thin material phones? I don't. So think that you so. could literally like you remember those roll out keyboards that you used to be able to get that were like rubbery yeah if they could do that but that would be touch sensitive and stuff i don't know i can see my whole thing is i'm trying to decide on whether that technology exists as is it really functional or was it so gimmicky yeah. that they sold like snuggy it's like it's a fucking blanket yeah it, yeah no and and that's what you have to like because well, think about the before smartphones took off, how many different types of flip phones there were that just didn't take off because they were so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, remember the ones, was it the uh, Motorola, the ones that looked like a small like Game Boy that the screen would flip out and there'd be a touchpad or there'd be like a touch. It was Moto... I think I vaguely remember. Yeah. And I will give it to them back then. They were literally trying anything, which was cool. Um, because there and was maybe some... that's why they went downhill. <laughs> yeah, but I think it, maybe techno- tech companies in regards to phones are just kind of... They want to stick with what works, but they're not willing to risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Like Taking risk is an essential part of evolving and moving businesses, but at what point... Do you start realizing that your, your attempts, not even that, but your attempts at trying to be different are borderline retarded? Well, think about 
the like there's innovation and then there's apple well, in th- my opinion think about the google pixel like they were drumming this up to be the next innovation in smartphones and then they released it and you're like oh it just looks like an iphone and like they're yeah well, like looks aside the, no but the, okay again it's it's not innovative to me no that's you're a, paying for the specs yeah like there there are things inside the phone like with the software that is innovative innovative but the phone itself it's another smartphone with like with google's brand it's on got it. a better camera and a better battery it's just it's an upgraded version of what already exists yeah it's just the next nexus nobody is really creating or innovating anything and the ridiculous price point and i don't know if that's because like <laughs> consumers are just so finicky that they'll just well no you know why it's because they they don't they realize that they can still make as much money as they already are like they can make a ton of money with just making the same product look at apple they've been doing it for 10 years yeah they just release a phone six months later they release an s or c version of it People will then replace their original one. And the next year at Christmas, they, they release, release the, the next flagship number. product. Yeah, and then everybody throws out their old one and gets the new one. But it's only slightly different than the previous one. There's no actual innovations with the iPhones at all. Have there ever... like? It's a square rectangle that just recently lost its headphone jack. Yeah, well, it, and it's the same thing with video games. I, j- I just said square rectangle. <laughs> square rectangle. <laughs> it's the same with video games. Like any sports game, you're pretty stupid if you buy the newest sports game every single year. Yeah, because you're just shelling out, what, like $70? For a new roster. Yeah. Like every two years, that's a little different because most of the times they, they will change something. Yeah, good patch upgrades, that kind of stuff. But other than that, you're pretty, especially when they're $79 nowadays, it's pretty silly to buy NHL 2015 and then the next year buy 2016. And oh no, you get a little bit of New Jersey's and you get a roster change. And Basically, it boils down, you don't have to buy every single damn item that comes out whether you like the company or not, it's it's like me. I have a, a particular like of Google-based products, yeah. Android-based products, Chromebook. But you didn't see me buy like a Nexus tablet or like I've I've thought about it, but I'm still not completely convinced by buying a Chromecast, even though it would it would serve a purpose. Yeah. But really, I'm just quite happy with my Nexus phone and my Chromebook, and that'll do for now. That'll do, pig. That'll do, pig. <laughs> that'll do. No, it's. I don't really know what they could do, but like speaking of tech and stuff, I think one of our other news topics was the CES show, the Consumer Electronics Show that's in Vegas. Uh, was that a nice segue? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nah. Um, I'll put that down in the show notes. Nice segues. Nice segue. Um, so I've been, I know you haven't really been watching a ton about it, but I've been watching uh, all the Linus Tech Tips stuff. CES is kind of like mixed martial arts to me. It was it was kind of cool at a moment, and then meh. yeah, like I, I guess when I came it. to this realization that tech isn't going anywhere right now. Yeah, yeah. Like in and it's interesting uh, some of the stuff that I have seen, but again, watching it, not a ton blew me away. There were some things that were interesting, like. One of the more interesting things that I did see was Sony has a new TV that they're working on that is actually going to be... Because a lot of CES um, is a lot of just prototypes. Mm-hmm. Like they... Um, Ray, I think it was Razer, a computer company, um, sh- sh- was showing off their this new laptop that has three screens that you can slide them together and fold them down. 
but it's a prototype. It's not going to be able to buy Acer. I think it was Acer. It was kind of like when everybody did, when everybody had their first version of driverless cars or yeah. the, the mock-ups and stuff. It's exactly. We're probably 99% of the time, we're not going to see this in production. Or they were like, Razor, Razor made them to see if people would even be interested in them at all. Um, but then there are people like, I think it was either Acer or Predator or some other com- computer company made a 22 inch curved monitored laptop. Why? It's huge with a full mechanical keyboard and it's foldable and carryable, but it's like 10 pounds. <laughs> that just seems wildly inconvenient. And it has a full desktop video card in it, like a eight gig Jeez. Is it a and it's a gaming it, laptop. okay? It is yeah. a gaming rig. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. This is not just for the. It's not your consumer. fucking spreadsheet. <laughs> no, I think and I think it's going to be about nine thousand dollars, and you'll be able to actually buy it. Still, it's I, so ridiculous. <laughs> I like the curved screen. Obviously, doesn't appeal to me. Like no, the range of view isn't so bad on a twenty-two inch screen. I think this screen is 22 inches. Yes. So that's this. That's how wide the the laptop is. Oh my god! That's like that's worse than carrying a briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> um, but some things that were cool that I did see. Uh, Sony's working on a new TV um, that you're will be able to buy. Um, that obviously it's super thin and there's crazy bezels and blah blah blah. Um, but a lot of companies that they've been showing off TVs have been two separate pieces from these like the soundbar where the like um, whatchamacallit, the mechanics are in. Right. And then the TV, like a lot of them are so thin now that you can't even have a stand for them. They have to be mounted on the wall. Like I think LG has a TV that is has to be mounted on the wall. It's two millimeters thick. Because it'll just friggin' snap in half. Yeah, and it's, it's mounted on the wall with magnets. Like, <laughs> anyway, Sony was like, okay, yeah, we get it thin, blah, 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 blah. Um, but they have one that's... Uh, the speakers, it's interesting because the speakers are built into the TV and not like how normal TV speakers are built into the TV where they're pointing out backwards. They're pointing out forwards and the way that they're working, um, because you know how on speakers they have the part that vibrates that makes the, I don't know the name of the speaker, I'm not a speaker guy. but What, like the subwoofer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. like how that vibrates and Gives whatever. you your bass tones. The actual screen of the glass is that part that vibrates okay so the the front you can put your hand up onto the tv and you'll feel it vibrate Mm. um but then you're thinking oh okay well tv speakers are usually pretty shitty like they're just basic then you'll have to buy a speaker system after the fact blah 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 blah. i guess the quality of the speakers are so good that they did a little demo um where they'll have a hawk that flies across the screen if you stand in front of it you can literally hear it going across the screen and they're like, it's oh, really- so it's like true stereophonic. Yeah, and that's like, kind of cool. They're like, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty weird, disorienting when you're actually witnessing it and hearing it go because they have so many speakers in it that it's going across the screen. It's that's not like just- the odd time when I'm, uh, if I download like an HD movie and watch it with headphones on, yeah, and something's going in one ear and coming out exactly, the other. Exactly. Yeah, it's still because kind of, I've never really been one to watch TV 
or videos with headphones on. So mm-hmm. it's kind of just a trick. Usually thing you just me. get sound coming yeah. at you. Where or if you're listening to this podcast, which is not in stereo, we're all in both ears at the same time. Yeah, we love being in both so ears. So you can share this podcast with your friend, like how they did in the 90s when you take one ear pod and you put it in, <laughs> and then your other friend takes the other one, and you guys can skip along and hold hands. Yeah. Oh, I remember they're, they're weirdos. Weirdos. Um, I think there was a Queen song I used to listen to um, where if you had one earbud in, you would only hear half the music. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, truly well-made music, you you do need the headphones in stereo. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then also BMW was showing this um, car, this very much a prototype car mm. um, that has a holographic touch interface in the center console okay. that only the driver can see. And it's really hard to get across on YouTube and stuff when you're watching these things. See, to me, that seems counterintuitive because it seems like it would be a distraction to the driver. Why not make it so only the passenger can see it? No, but it's like things that you would use, like heat, audio, stuff like that. But somehow, and I don't know how they did it because it was only like a five-minute video, but somehow BMW worked on it so that like, if your hand's two inches away from the thing that's registering the, the holograph you'll feel a vibration, but you're not physically touching anything. Okay. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) See, you know what I think would be really good for car technology? And, like, we've talked about how stupid uh, voice activation of smartwatches, and nobody wants to, like, voice activate their phone in public. But for vehicles, proper, well-done voice recognition technology that can hear you over the music and clearly they're getting there i know but like there's still like times when you're if you're listening to the radio and stuff or like i want to phone this number and then it's like a completely different set of numbers like do you want to repeat do you want to keep and you go through the follow-through menu like more better ai in cars that's not necessarily for self-driving like the self-driving thing is cool but let's be practical for the everyday consumer that will buy the majority of your cars, not just the people who can afford to shell out for something. Yeah, because if you shell out and buy like a fancy Mercedes or like a fancy Audi and stuff, their voice activation stuff is usually on point. Yeah. But to the average consumer that's buying like a GMC truck or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because now like the voice activated, like uh, all your interior phone calls, all that stuff, your cameras, that those are fairly standard things on any new car now. Yeah, and and you know what? Google is, is still pretty good. Um, I hear Siri is pretty ridiculous. <laughs> like even, they still haven't really perfected Just Siri. Just more shitting on Apple. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's true because I know a lot of people who do have Apple products and they say, yeah, like I love my Apple product, but Siri is still pretty crap. <laughs> Um, oh, another thing that this BMW car had is they had, um, I don't know how they describe, I don't know the proper term for it, but if you're sitting in your, in your seat and they have the little headrest above you, they have speakers built into the headrests that, uh, only you can hear the music that's coming out of it. So the, the passenger and the driver could be listening to two different music, uh, stations, but they wouldn't be able to hear each other's because there's noise cancellation. So only if your head is near the speakers can you hear it, and it's still like decent quality. Yeah, like, it would. See, have that's to... cool. That would be neat. Yeah, and that kind of is based on the principle similar to headphones. Yeah, you know, you're it's so close and in dynamic range that it doesn't it doesn't have to be overpowered. That's why, um, like earbuds don't have to be powered because yeah. they draw very low power 
voltage right from the battery and, and, stuff. and it drives me nuts when i see people that walk by me and they have their earbuds in and you can clearly hear their music i'm like how loud must your music yeah, be? i know unless the like unless your like earbuds have just terrible sound bleed which i have yeah that is something that happens but especially with, with like in-ear ones like headphones over the ear headphones yeah that's, are one thing there's yeah. there's sound bleed all the time but like if you have those things wedged in your fucking ear canal and somebody else down the street can hear them yeah no there were times when i was at eb and we had a relatively bigger store for an eb store and it was about a 1600 square foot store and there could be people at the other end of the store with earbuds in their ears and i could hear their music clear as day and i'm like you are going to go deaf by the time you're 30 (laughs) and because they are pretty like earbuds are pretty bad for your ears like yeah. for long periods of time yeah within a certain extent uh they're fine usually if you're listening anywhere under 50 percent, you're pretty fine but yeah like I when know. i when i'm going to bed and i have my earbud i usually have one earbud in just listening to podcasts it's like at a quarter yeah and sometimes i even turn it lower so i can fall asleep quicker but um even then i have noticed a couple of times if I do it frequently, I'll wake up and my ears are a little sore. I'm like, maybe I should take a break. <laughs> yeah, you can listen to this podcast, I believe, at um, two out of 100. So 2% volume of this podcast and you'll hear it just fine. Really? Because I mixed it that way. Because <laughs> you'd be a mix master? Well, how many times have we done like a test run that I just crank it up to 40 to hear the music and it's just bass dropping? It's just a boom, boom, boom. I mixed it hot. <laughs> but yeah, so I thought I'd talk about CS in regards to still not seeing a lot of things that are really pushing the envelope per se. Like I saw a lot of stuff with like um, computer monitors and they were even talking about it. Uh, The Linus Tech Tip guys were saying like, uh, have we been reaching a point where you, for a monitor that's only going to be 20 to 30 inches big, do you, what, like, do you really need 8K? Do you really need all this kind of stuff? Like, yeah, maybe if you have like a 75 inch TV or whatever, that's one and thing. And you're sitting within 10 feet of it. Yeah, but if you're sitting two feet away from a 30-inch monitor, do you really need 8K resolution? If if only thing, like, I guess it was a big deal that CES, they have uh, a computer monitor that, that has a refresh rate that's really high, and I guess it's it's quite noticeable. Yeah. Um, but other than refresh rates, do you really need, like, a 23, whatever the 4K ratio is? I don't know. It's My whole thing is that video is getting to a point between like over coloring brightness contrast this that and the other 8k or 4k and 8k it's just coming to a point for me that it weirdly looks distorted from real life Mm -hmm. like well i have a problem with things that look clearer than real life (laughs) (laughs) i am interested in in seeing because i never got to see the hobbit movies in 4k and 48 frames per second yeah um, and I'm curious as to see, cause like even when you watch the Blu-rays, you can see that they are crisper than normal. And like, even when I was watching Interstellar last night, um, they, the, the stuff that it, that is shot in IMAX, which I love IMAX, but if you're going to shoot your movie in IMAX, shoot the whole thing in IMAX. Don't just shoot chunks of it because yeah. Christopher Nolan's really bad for this mm. where like, and I get it. The cameras are so huge and blah, 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 blah. But I don't... And I noticed it first in The Dark Knight um, because 
uh, when I start watching it on at home on Blu-ray, I'll be watching like the opening heist with the Joker, and I'm like, okay, watch it, watch it. And then once that's over, you get the the sixteen by nine um, yeah. black bars, and I'm like, whoa, okay, because it's not like I'm pretty sure it wasn't like that in theaters. Yeah, it's always to me, it's very off-putting when suddenly you're watching something and then you see. Well, especially like with Interstellar, the stuff in IMAX looks gorgeous, even on my TV at home. And then you just really notice it when it goes not to IMAX and you see the quality dip and like the the blacks aren't very black. The color ratio is kind of funny. Um, It doesn't hinder the movie per se, but it just everything just looks so nice in IMAX, even on Blu-ray that you're just like, come on, why just shoot the whole thing in IMAX? Bunch but, of yeah. bastards. A bunch of Christopher Nolan bastards. A bunch of them. Just one guy <laughs> who is a bunch of bastards. Well, him and his brother wrote it, so. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, do you have any other news topics? Not really. No? Do what? Okay, well then what is our main event of the day then? I don't know. We got a 45-minute podcast. Those are like good commuting podcasts. Oh, well then, I. Oh, did we even have a main event? Not really. No. I guess the tech stuff will be the main event. Um, what else happened? Uh, over the last three days, I've watched Batman versus Superman, um, Watchmen, and Interstellar. How many times have you seen Watchmen? A lot. <laughs> I did see it in theaters twice. Yeah. No, three times? I saw it, well, twice. once was with me. I was not impressed. <laughs> Only because of the length. That was the longest time I Of had. his dick. <laughs> <laughs> that was the longest time I had sat in a theater and I hated it. Uh no. Now having gone back and watched the movie since then multiple times, at least five times, I think. Yeah. It's much more enjoyable. Yeah. Um no, I I yeah, because I watched it with an ex girlfriend at the time. She hated it. Um, but she wasn't really into the comic stuff. And then yeah, I you, me, Zach, and did Colin go with us? Or is it just you, me, and Zach? Uh, no, she was with us when. No, because yeah. I went by. Our, we went by ourselves. What was the movie that we all? That went? was uh, oh. Bruno. <laughs> no, 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 not with her. That was uh, the day the Earth stood still. Oh yeah, with Keanu. Yeah, yeah. But Bruno was me, you, Zach, and Lucas. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was. Oh, that was, that was a weird Yeah, we one. went through a phase where we were going to the movies a lot. Yep. Like when, Iron Man, we watched a lot of comic book movies. Um, what was the last movie you saw in theaters? Star Wars? Oh, no, I took my niece to see Secret Life of Pets. Oh, yeah. A lot of cat assholes. That's actually the first modern 3D movie I had watched. Oh, yeah? Hipster. It was all right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing special. The most enticing thing about a 3D movie is the little display they have at the beginning where the glasses are floating yeah, in the theater. That's more 3D than that's the actual That's more 3D movie. than the movie. Like <laughs> I felt like that was right in front of me. I was like, oh, this is going to be really good. And then it's like, oh, it's just slightly you know, rounded images. You have a little bit of depth, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, no, and that's, yeah, I could go on and on about 3D movies and how stupid they are and pointless. I really hate 3D. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of it being, it's, it's kind of nice. It's, it's a complete gimmick. Yeah. But as far as uh, typical viewing experiences, like who wants, especially when like the 3D TVs and everything, who wants to fucking buy another special TV that does this and you yeah. have to wear glasses while you're watching the TV at well, the same time? And the thing is like the only movie, and I've said this to you before, I don't know, I probably didn't mention it on the podcast. The only movie that I went and saw in theaters at, in 3D 
that I actually noticed the 3D and thought, hey, this actually helps the movie because, you know what, the director decided to actually film with 3D in the, in their mind. So they intentionally did shots of like the, whoa, there's stuff Things coming, coming at, at you. At you. Um, even though it was a garbage movie, it was a horrible movie, but it was one of the Resident Evil movies. Oh, I know what one you're talking about because watching that movie not in 3D is really weird because the 3D shots it's very obvious. are so just overblown. And that's the thing. I don't think you could make a There's movie... There's a knife or a bullet flying at you every second. I know. And it worked really well in 3D, but as a movie as a whole, it was a shit-ass movie. And I yeah. hate those movies. They, they've just progressively gotten worse and worse. Um, but I think in, in the movie industry, you can't make... A movie not thinking about 3D and because of profit margins and making it 3D and thinking that it's going to look cool in 3D. Like, does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, making a, th- making a movie like a, a Marvel movie or whatever, but not having th- having 3D and on the back burner and then um, making it worthwhile seeing it in 3D. But then it, the other way around, if you make a movie thinking about 3D and making it look cool for 3D, on the home viewing, it looks stupid because That's my basic entire view of business is people who are trying to do too many yeah. things at once, trying to have their hand in every pot instead of focusing on one good thing. It's a lot of why this podcast is mainly centered on our Twitter following mm-hmm. because we do one thing and we do it well. Now, yeah. eventually, the episodes will go up on Facebook when we have a following. But we're not exactly pushing it because we're focused on one audience that we know we can talk to, yeah. engage. I hate people that have their hands in this thing and that thing and they're trying to... Like people that... Like follow me on Snapchat. Yeah. Like follow me on Instagram. Social media marketers that are on every platform. Yeah. Because nobody has time for all that shit. So what are they Ain't do? nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. So they just post everything the same 140 characters on all platforms. Yeah. In, like, in, in regards to movies and stuff, like... Think about this. The only Marvel movie that I've heard people say that you have to watch it in 3D is Doctor Strange. Other than that, every single... I don't know if every single Marvel movie, maybe from Avengers on, was in 3D. But the only one that people say is worth seeing in 3D is Doctor Strange. And see, I've seen all the Marvel (laughs) movies in just regular uh, film format. And I just... I can't imagine them being any... Like, no. Not that I think they're great, because I don't. But then, but I can't imagine them being enhanced in any way by seeing depth in the fo- like in yeah. the movie. But then, but then a movie that was designed for 3D that people think it's the God's pajamas of 3D movies. God's pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> and then Made I watched Golden Fleece, by the way. Yeah, and, and then I watched it. And I was like, well, this is kind of not kind of. It's completely overrated. I know you haven't even seen it as Avatar. I think that was <laughs> still. Yeah, I think it was ridiculously a waste of money to see that in 3D. The opening couple shots were like, "Oh, cool! That's that's you see depth. That's pretty neat." Other than that, about ten minutes in, your your eyes adjust and you're not even seeing 3D anymore. You're just seeing whatever. And pe- but then I know people that have I've said that to, then they're like, "Well, then th- that means the 3D is working for you." Yeah. See, I'd, <laughs> my whole thing when I took my niece to see uh, the movie in 3D, the one thing I do, like. It's just not, to me, very clear. Like, mm. it's 3D, but there's something still blurry about the it's image. It's not real 3D. Like, you can't... Well, to, 
like I honestly I don't know if it's just me, but I the movie looks blurry to me, and I have perfect eyesight, so there's something going on there. But sometimes people, it, sometimes 3D just doesn't work for people. Yeah, like I know people. Like that, I saw the images in 3D, but it's like they were fuzzy and hazy. Yeah, I've heard that happening to people before. Like it's a small group of people that just, it, yeah, Their it, eyes don't line up with well, the glasses. I and guess. also, no, it's true too. Because well, you're thinking about it, you're looking through these cheap plastic glasses that aren't very clear anyways. So, and they're dimmed a little bit, like they're they're yeah. slightly toned. So, you're not getting the true colors. The true colors, and that's why I love you. <laughs> it was a weird... <laughs> Like that was like the gym. Even, that was like the Jim the Hammer Shapiro bit the other night. <laughs> well, that's that's not even a song we've ever done that for. <laughs> no. <laughs> so you're witnessing it first, everybody. I would say it's been a while, but it's it but it hasn't been no, a while. It has not been a while. Um, but that's the thing. Yeah, well, like when you, I don't even know where I was going with this. Yeah, you don't really see the true color of the video because you're seeing it through tinted glasses and. Uh, the video always looks better if you just go see it in 2D on, especially like if you go to an, like an IMAX theater, like up in Kingston and stuff, the land, the landmark theater. Um, when you see it in, in, for example, a movie that I did love <clears throat> and wasn't 2D or 3D. Um, and I did see it in 3D, but there were only two parts that I can remember where you noticed the 3D was the force awakens. And okay. it's when Kylo stops the blaster bolt and they walk behind the blaster bolt. Okay. You witness it. And then there's a part where a Star Destroyer comes out and it kind of goes towards the screen. And you notice that. Other than that, totally useless for 3D. <laughs> there was nothing in that movie that needed to be in 3D. I love the movie, don't get me wrong, but it was a complete waste of an extra five bucks. Yeah. Like, it's just, it is completely 100%. A, a price gouge gimmick. So what you're saying is 3D directors are evil. No, uh, the the companies, the, stu- the, the producers, studios, the studios yeah. are evil because they just want to get that extra three bucks a ticket. Yeah, but you know what the problem is? <laughs> it works. People are paying it. But you know why? Is because when you go and you look up movies to like the local... Th- Stop yeah. hitting your mustache. Sorry. It's, <laughs> it's curling up on my lip. Like, you, yeah. you look up the movies in theaters. They have one viewing time for 2D and five for 3D. And it's at like a stupid time, like 1.50 p.m. <laughs> that was because originally I didn't want to take my niece. She didn't even want to watch it in 3D. We just wanted to go. But they had one viewing uh, each day of the week. And it was like weird, like yeah. early afternoon. So it's like she's in school. So, so at prime times, they just don't have any... Yeah, 2D. So you have to buy a 3D, t- and I hate 3D. If I couldn't get that across, <laughs> yeah, clearly. But uh, yeah, we're getting up to 55 minutes. Shall we end it there, good sir? We have an outro, so we don't have to do this. Oh man, <laughs> even we don't even have to say our names. Did we introduce? Oh yeah, we said yeah, our we names. Say our names. Oh, by the way, we've been told that we need to converse using names more. So hi, Justin. Hi, Tommy. Bye, Justin. Bye, Tommy. Brain Sandwich is produced and edited by us, Tommy and Justin. If you want to hear more episodes, check out our website at brainsandwich.com. That's brain, S-A-M-I-C-H.com. You'll be able to find links to our social pages such as Twitter and Facebook. So come say hi. We always reply. Also, remember to give us a review on iTunes. It helps out the show a lot and we really appreciate it. Lastly, if you want to listen to special unaired or hidden episodes of Brain Sandwich, you can sign up for our free mailing list on our site. We'll also be giving away exclusive perks and rewards. 